Welcome to The Lockdown, featuring your hosts, Eric Preston and Mike Conover. And now, The Lockdown Sports Podcast. Lift off and the clock has started. Oh, there she is. I missed her. Hey, hey what's girl. up? How we doing? We're back. We are alive. <laughs> a, a brief, brief little uh, hiatus there, vacation and a sick day. Did you miss oh, us? Did you miss us? Oh, I tried to send you that dice clip. It won't let me send it. It won't even let me screen record it and send it to you. <laughs> it's inside the Compound Media app. It's it's free, um, but it's it's really fun. Um, it's a it's a seven minute skit and it's called dice hate toilet humor and everybody looks at him like he's crazy because anthony kumia says something and he goes don't do that i hate toilet humor and he's like you hate toilet humor <laughs> it was uh it was funny but i was he- uh, actually last weekend i was right by the spot where we saw dice a couple of oh weeks. in point pleasant yeah well yeah it was not far from there I- uh we were at well we passed it um monty had a couple basketball games down the shore and uh we the the last game the courts were actually right across the street from bar a Uh uh-huh i was like i remember this place (laughs) (laughs) it's like i was like i don't know if i've ever left this place and know exactly what went down well, that, that means it's a good place. It's a good time. Then. I, and that's what I, I said. I said, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't tell you if, if I had really good times or if I just uh, don't remember. Don't remember. Oh. And me, it was like, me too. I was <laughs> like, ah, oh, chicks always say that when they, when they just don't want to divulge what happened. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember, but I think I had. Fun. <laughs> I was like, you know, the, the crazy thing is, is like, you know, we're right in the, like, around the same age. So we started, actually, I was going to, like, clubs and bars when I was in high school. But legally, I was going, you know, we were going to, like, all of the same bars, like, uh-huh. a year and a half before we knew each other. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder how many times I hit on you and you, just, like, <laughs> threw a drink in my face. You weren't drunk enough yet. <laughs> and then eventually she was drunk enough and fell for it. Right, and the rest is history. Yes, so I'll get uh, you sooner or later. Uh huh. You give I, me a couple opportunities, swing the bat. <laughs> let's going let's, to get a home run. Let's talk about the that sham of a boxing match that took place on Saturday. Oh, let's the get embarrassment. this. Let's get this out of the way. Um, the, the to me the best part of the fight was the graphic that said fifty and zero against zero and one. Because it's just like the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. 50 and 0, 27 knockouts, 0 and 1. Like, on what planet would that, that fight normally happen? Right. Now, now, honestly, I have not seen the whole fight. I've seen <laughs> the majority of it, and it's all about the it's all about pretty much the same. Um, Mayweather fought the fight like he didn't want to hurt Paul. Yes. That's, I mean, that the one time he hit him with a really good shot, he dro- he would have dropped him, and you can clearly see yeah. him 
He's oh, got his arm like. Did you send me that? I did. Because I, I, I had to go back, and that's that's how I caught some of the fights. I had to go back and actually watch that a couple of times. But listen, my take on it is it's a sham. You know, I I order every Floyd fight. Mm-hmm. Pretty much since he's been on pay per view, I probably have not missed more than two, if that, maybe one, and. I did not order this. I was like, I'm not giving the Paul brothers any of my money. Yeah, I don't blame you. There wasn't a shot that I was paying for this, I, um, but I, I did watch it. Knew, <laughs> I already knew what was going to happen, especially when Floyd said, listen, I, you know, for for $30 million to go fight some dude who's on YouTube. He's not going to hurt me. That's, you know. Right. He's like, there's no risk. And for that, like Floyd's getting a lot of shit this the last two weeks about yeah. fighting this exhibition. I have no problems with Floyd. The listen, the things people do in this country for 40, 50, 60 grand. Yeah. You have no how dare you say that? Because every one of these people, especially some of these athletes, the former athletes, these analysts. They would fight a gorilla in a cage for a million bucks. For a million bucks, <laughs> yes, yeah. And, and you're and you're telling me he won't fight this punk? Yeah, it's YouTube. Listen, if anybody and and I saw so many people who were like, "Yo, he's a monster. He might he might destroy Floyd." I was like, first of all, one, he can be. He couldn't even beat another YouTuber. The right. only fight that he actually had where they were actively trying to knock each other out, he lost. He couldn't win. He, he lost. Win. So, and, and I saw Skip Bayless say if he fought, uh, who's the other one, Jake? Yeah. If he fought Jake, he would have been in trouble. I'm like, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. I, I know <sighs> Skip Bayless is a huge Manny Pacquiao fan, but be real. The dude is 50 and 0. He has beaten everybody. Let me tell you, when he fought Canelo, I was worried about Floyd because Canelo was like 175 pounds, like fight night. And that was the only fight he fought at 154. He didn't even make 154. I think he was like 150 and a half pounds for that fight. And Canelo balloons up to 165 pounds, 170 pounds or what. And Canelo knows how to fight. Yeah. Canelo is a great fighter. Um, I want the only thing I want is is to see these guys fight a fight with a real boxer. Like with a real boxer that's about, trying to knock him out. Because everybody it, keeps talking about how how Jake Paul, oh man, look, Jake Paul has knocked out Nate Robinson and Ben Askren. Mm-hmm. All right. Ben Askren was a real fighter. If Ben Askren and Jake Paul got into a fight in a bar, Jake Paul would be going to the hospital. Yeah. If he's lucky. All right. That's first of all. But he's fighting a, a wrestler, a guy who never was, you know, a big hands guy. Now, who didn't seem to give a fuck about the fight. Right, who definitely didn't give a fuck. And then I'm sure got, he didn't plan on getting knocked out, though. But he, he also didn't plan on putting much effort. Oh, in. sidebar, that uh, Kevin Durant is... I see, he's hobbling. In a scuffle. He's in a little kerfuffle. 
See, this is the thing that, that Kevin Durant has to worry, you know, worry about. Who is that? Uh, I keep wanting to call him Mario. P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker. Like, you Mario Ellie? Is that what you want to call him Mario Ellie? Yeah. He kind of looks like him. First, he's got, he the, he got like the same build. Yeah. He's got the same game and everything. Um, now, P.J. Like, Tucker would knock Kevin Durant. They would, okay. <laughs> yeah. First of all, he does not want to fight P.J. Tucker. Who is that that's on the court? That's one of their assistants? The Nets assistant coaches? He's like, I guess so. everybody should have came out there. Yeah. Any Nets fans should have yeah. came out there and be like, no, Kevin, you don't want that smoke. Um, but maybe they'll have an amateur fight. <laughs> but, hey, the, if the Bucs lose P.J. Tucker and the, and the Nets lose Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's a win for fans. the Bucs. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but back to, the, back to the real fake fight. The real fake fight. <laughs> Not that, that this current fake fight. Now, Jake is going to fight uh, Tyron Woodley, mm-hmm. who, who, who is a legitimate fighter. He's a dude dangerous was, man. Dude was, didn't look very good in his last outing. He's starting to fall no, apart a little he's, bit. He's, he's 39, and mm-hmm. he's, he was fighting somebody at the top of their game. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is, again, Tyron Woodley's more of a wrestler than a boxer. Like if yeah. he wants to fight an over the hill, if he wants to fight an over the hill uh, UFC guy, he should fight Rampage. Yeah, because that'll be a big draw too. Because and Rampage would take the money, because Rampage likes money. But yeah, he does. Um, Rampage would be unmerciful with him. Yeah. You know, yes. Like you're, Rampage, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna get the. Uh... You know, I'll just uh, play and 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 dance through a couple of rounds no. just so we could both Ram- get paid. Rampage he'll rip the fucking door to... off and then beat him with it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be. I don't think he would be in great shape. But I, I also gonna... don't think I don't think Paul will fight him because of that. I mean, they're very <laughs> they're strategic in the guys that they're picking out, right? Oh yeah, which yeah. is unfortunate and... because at this point, I think people just want to see him get hurt <laughs> right. because and... they keep you know either winning or not you know not losing right. and and honestly for that i cannot fault the paul brothers like, no they're they if i can, they're if scheduling I can fights get away with this hustle that I they're not going to get hurt in i would i would definitely do this hustle yes you know I, listen more power to them but i'm not giving them my money no they're gonna have to fight an animal like a true true like fighter for me to give them any type of respect whatsoever. People keep talking about, oh wow, they look so good. Like you watch any amateur boxer, they look good. Yeah, if you watch two amateur boxers and then two professional fighters, obviously there's a difference, but at least they're on the same level, so it makes for a good fight. I'll tell you, look, you know, Paul's a good. They're both good amateur boxers, but they're fucking loaded, and they've. Got I don't even. I don't even know if they're good. I don't even know if they're good amateur. I mean, it's it is you're right. It is hard to tell because they're they're not not actually fighting. fighting. It's entertainment. You know, that's you know, and that's what Mayweather said in the beginning of this fight when he was getting interviewed right before he went to the ring. He said, and I'm retired from boxing, but I'm not retired from entertaining or making money. And that's when I was like, oh, this is not going to be anything. Like I still was holding on to hope that he was going to knock him out somehow. Um, what did they do? A hundred million views or something like that? Yeah, and and the cut was um, uh, fifty uh, ten ten million for uh, Mayweather, 
and then 50% mm-hmm. of the profit. And Logan Paul got 250K and 10% of the profit. So substantial difference. Um, but I mean, look, if they did, if they had 100 million people at 50 bucks a piece. So 50 million. You got, no, five, five, uh, five million. I'm sorry. No, 100, 100 million times 50 is a lot of money. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, if it were times five, it would be 5 million. So it's so they had a million, they had a, a million views, a million views. Okay, so so 50 million, a million views times 50. Yeah, so 50 million bucks. And let's say between the venue and all the other stuff, let's say half of that's left over. That means uh, Floyd's getting another 12 and a half million, so he made 22 and a half million, and um, Jake's getting uh, 1.2 million or Logan, whichever one, I can't even tell these motherfuckers apart. Logan's getting 1.25 million. So Logan made a million and a half dollars for, you know, eight rounds of, uh, I know I'm not going to get knocked out uh, and I'm just going to swing wildly. I would do that. Yeah, I would would too. 100% do that. I'd just be like, Mayweather, please don't hit me in the right side of my stomach. Yeah. (laughs) You can hit me anywhere else. Anywhere else. Let, Let it heal. There's some important cargo in there, brother. (laughs) <laughs> but I was disappointed that he didn't he didn't knock him out, but not not I don't blame Floyd at all. Um no. it is what it is. And he's always they been probably all, he's always like been about the money. Agreement, like yeah. hey, yes. don't knock me out. Yeah, that one where he it looked like he knocked him out and he hung him. I don't understand. Like Portnoy, Dave Portnoy was like people who believe this uh conspiracy are the dumbest people alive. And I'm like, it's pretty it looks pretty obvious to me. That he knocked him out. I mean, I don't know if he knocked him out. Even if he he's not out, out, he definitely, definitely could have put him down with one more hit. Yes. He rocked him. And if, yeah, exactly. If he wanted to finish him off, listen, Mayweather could have finished him off in the first probably 45 seconds if he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, he's, you're talking about the greatest defensive fighter of all time. And you and saw, you saw how hard of a time. He had hitting him. He hit right. landed what thirteen percent of his shots, something like that. Paul came in there swinging like a, an angry gorilla, like crazy. <laughs> Floyd Floyd would have picked him apart. You talk about guys that he has picked apart, like true boxers. He has actually picked apart, and everybody's like, "Ah, oh, he was scared to to get hit by Logan Paul." I don't. I really don't think he was because I'm sure. Logan Paul is not the hardest puncher that he's ever faced. Yeah. You yeah. Know. I, I'm sure somewhere in the back of his mind, there was a don't let him land a lucky punch and knock me out. Cause I'll never li- live it down. Um, and that's right. probably why he was a little more tentative. Like there was a couple. Right. Um, that's true. Angel Angelo played for me this morning. There was a clip um, in between rounds when um, Floyd's trainer, and they weren't really giving him a lot of coaching. Um, but they said to him, you know, just stick to the jab, hit him with the jab. And he's like, it's hard to hit him with a jab. And Angelo was like, oh, he's he, Logan. He's a good boxer. And I'm like, no, he's fucking twice his size. It's hard to hit him yeah. with a jab. Yeah. He, but he did a very did good job. Did you see of, what he did to his body, though? Yeah. He stalked him all fight. And he was he was always the aggressor and made sure he kept that distance close. So he wouldn't be able to to use his reach. But it was it was, a you know, an exhibition. And the fact that there were no judges and no winner was just stupid. Um, and you know, I knew it was going to be a sham when you couldn't bet on it. As soon as you couldn't bet on it on an outright winner on DraftKings or FanDuel, I'm like, God, oh, this is bullshit. 
because, you know, they'd be losing a ton of money uh, by not offering that. But I, I think they knew that it was going to be a draw. Right. So Well, they, they said before the fight that they were not announcing a win. Yes, they said there were going to be – well, uh, but they said there would be no judges and as long as – but there was a rep. So if there was a knockout or TKO. If there was a knockout, there would be a win. Mm-hmm. It had – that was the only way somebody could, you know, claim a victory. Right. I would have – if I was Floyd, I would have knocked him out anyway because I'm like, you know that they're going to be like, yeah, he beat Floyd. And they did. Yes, like, and they did. Yeah, yeah. His his brother is tweeting, my brother just beat Floyd Mayweather. And, you know, technically he didn't lose, but he didn't beat him. <laughs> technically he's never won. Yeah, yeah that's true. That is, that is true. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm kind of over this whole boxing yeah. thing, so. And the, uh, the the celebrity matches. I want to see somebody get knocked out. One of these two. One of these two, really. Yeah. But big move happened before we get into basketball. Yeah, let's uh, let's cover that. Um, they were uh, plus one thousand, so they were the third most likely destination for Julio Jones. Julio Jones goes from Atlanta to Tennessee, and. Tennessee got better than they were. And they're a little bit better than I'm not going to say a little bit, but they're, they're better than they were last year. They're replacing Corey Davis with Julio Jones. Yeah. Which is a a definite upgrade. You know, as long as he can stay healthy, of course, which is an upgrade, a mutual friend that we know that will, I'm sure we'll be listening tomorrow trying to convince me i don't know did you see this i don't know if you yeah yeah i think that was in our text thread when uh when he said that aj brown is better than julio right now can we talk about this we could talk about this um if they're both healthy which again was was your caveat if they're both healthy i'm still taking julio jones exactly for sure Julio Jones is one year removed from a 99 catch in 1400 yard season. Yeah. And he, um, he was pretty banged up last year. I think he played in what, nine games? Yeah. And he year. still had like 50 some odd catches. Yeah. Or 50, 54 catches, I think he had. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the dude, I think a couple of things are going to come from this. One, um, it's going to be interesting for, for to see what happens to Matt Ryan because uh, Matt Ryan has been saved quite a bit by Julio Jones and his ability to just get downfield, get open, uh, make contested catches, and just be one of the top receivers in football for years. Uh, Ridley, obviously a good young wide receiver, and I, and I love the, uh, the tight end slash wide receiver, uh, Kyle Pitts, that they took in the draft. But it, he's, it, he's going to struggle. I think I'll tell you bit. what, though. think back not too far along, not too far long ago, not too long ago. Um, when Julio was the second receiver and, and Roddy uh, White and Rod, exactly. And yeah. Roddy left or they asked him to leave nicely, I guess. <laughs> and, um, you know, everybody said Matt Ryan may have some struggles here. Yeah. 
Matt Ryan's probably got a better offensive. He's probably got better weapons now than he did. Because when Julio left, it was like, it was Sanu. Sanu. And, yeah. It so was Sanu. It, and and I think they had Tony G, though, then. Uh, did they still yeah, have him? I think I think they did. I thought he left with, like, right around the same time. as He might have. It was definitely close around the same time. Um, let's see. I'll look that up. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think look, Cal, Calvin Ridley has had some great, um, two great seasons or uh, one great season. Um, but I think it's definitely a step down from, from him, him being your number two, obviously. And, uh, Julio, right. Some guys are, are really, really good number twos and they're not necessarily number one. And they end up leaving and getting paid like a number one, you know, or, or staying or somebody else leaving and, and they end up being the number one. Mm-hmm. So um, it'll be interesting to see, but I wonder if their offense is a little more conservative with the passing, but you know, the running game is a big, if, uh yeah, I don't, who the hell's their running back now? Um, Gurley's gone. Um, didn't they draft somebody? Let's see. Let's take a look. Drawing a blank. Uh oh, they signed um Mike Davis. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know if he's going to put enough fear in people. And he's yeah, just looking at their roster, he's their number one running back. Well, uh it let's let's see what happens with uh with Pitts. You know, obviously he's not your your in line blocking tight end. He's gonna be a guy that's gonna catch the ball um and and freakish size and speed and athleticism. So he, he could step in and play the Julio Johnson role. Julio Jones role um, you're not going to play it as well uh, off the bat obviously but uh, but I, I really like what it does for for Tennessee you said it you're, you're basically upgrading from Corey Davis to Julio Jones and that's that's right. a big jump up and, and I love that Tennessee is like not content you know a lot a lot of uh, teams would would look at their wide receivers and say oh you know we, we're still solid we still you know we we rely on the running game uh, we don't need to throw the ball that much um, their defense is still a little suspect um, they they had a lot of shootouts last year they're a little bit better equipped for that now obviously and uh, you know it, it's it's a it's a good move uh, I think they're they're uh, the best team in the south and uh it's going to be a, a little more, a little more difficult to defend. Yeah, I think this, I think this makes them a legitimate contender for KC. And, uh, yeah, I mean in the entire AFC. Like, I feel like they, I mean, they gave, they gave Kansas City a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually have the last few times they played. Uh, they beat them once in the regular season, but um, it's, it, it comes down to now, where do you, where do you put the bulk of your defense? Because if you try and 
you know, it's not like you can have two high safeties, you know, and, and just try and stop Julio and AJ Brown. Derek yeah. Henry you can't do that. Yeah. That's... Henry have eight, nine yards of carry next year. Having Henry in the backfield is is really gonna make it difficult to defend uh, those two two wide receivers. It'll be uh, just another rep. I'm, I've come around on Tannehill. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer now. <laughs> I mean, it there's a certain there's a certain thing for a guy who's he's good. He's not great. He's good, and he's got a lot of talent around him. And they're winning, which makes him look better. Yeah. I saw a stat the other day. I don't remember what it was. I thought I screenshotted it, but um, I don't remember what the stat was. So I know that's going to make this sort of anticlimactic. But the only two people in the league who accomplished it the past couple of years were him and um, Mahomes. And Mahomes. It had something to do with yards and and touchdowns or something something I, I saw something like that yeah i can't remember what it was but anytime you're in there with mahomes as the only other person to do that you know it's a good thing so he, yeah. he's definitely got some he's starting to accumulate some stats to back it up uh re- real quick another funny stat that i saw quarterbacks um <laughs> in the last since 1978 since uh the nfl moved to a 16 game season uh one quarterback has the most losses in his first seven years. Oh, I saw this. 60, 63 losses in seven years. So uh, an average of a seven and nine record. Derek Carr. And you know whose record he broke? <laughs> David Carr at 56. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's some shit right there. A couple of high dollar losers over there. It is kind of crazy because you watch Derek Carr play, and you know there's some games he looks pretty good, uh, but he just doesn't win. He doesn't. <laughs> and and they put a lot of emphasis on quarterbacks who win and quarterbacks who don't win. And yeah, wins wins isn't necessarily a quarterback stat. Um, right. But I mean, they're when, not pitchers. No, right. But you would think if you're if you're that good of a quarterback that you could start to elevate some of your teammates and win some games. So we're not saying that he has to have be the winningest quarterback in his first seven seasons, but you certainly don't want to be the the most losing quarterback in the all in the history of the sixteen game season. That's uh Yeah, and yeah, and he's had a lot of success. Yeah, he's had like, some decent seasons. And but you know the, the Raiders have been ba- and the Raiders have, have had a couple of injury plagued seasons also. Yeah, and they've also had some some bad drafting and bad trades and just poor poorly managed franchise. Yeah, well, when you, <laughs> I love John Gruden as much as the next guy, but I'd much rather see him commentating and uh, and. Uh, you know, doing the Y banana. <laughs> yeah, spider Y two banana. Yeah, I'd I'd much rather see him doing doing the like the quarterback club stuff than uh than hearing the you're seeing him coach. Especially if you're a Raiders um, fan. <laughs> it just seems like he makes those 
those moves that are just like, he's like, you know, almost like I could win with anybody. Yeah. Kind of. And you know, Hey, he's close enough, but he's my kind of guy. So I want him. No, okay. you, you get the better player. Cause clearly what you're doing is not working. <laughs> not working. Um, but I, I thought it was interesting. The amount of, compensation that they got for for julio i didn't expect a ton some people were like two first and look he's he's a great talent but he's an aging wide receiver he's 32 and he's been injury plagued and uh i was just talking it, it it's great this is this is one of the the best parts of my marriage i can when i can't get in touch with you or, or <laughs> dane or, or calvin uh, <laughs> I can I can sit there in in time that we spend together and I can talk football with my wife. Nice. And she's she's knowledgeable at this point. She I is. have I have taught her very well. I've groomed her. <laughs> no, it was me. She didn't know shit from that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done, Michael. <laughs> but um you know, we were talking about the, the, you know, just the same thing, how, how, uh, how little they got when we were talking about how, you know, what they got for him. And she's just like, but he's, he's, he's pretty old, isn't he? I was like, and, you know, when you're talking about a receiver, yeah, but, you know, he's. Plus with all those injuries that, that does kind of compound the age. Right. And it makes it makes him seem older than uh, than uh, what he actually is. Yeah. But part of the reason too that he seems so old is because it feels like he's been around forever because he's because old, he's, he's talked been, about a lot and he's been he's been great for so long. Yes. Yeah. And they gave up you a know. ton to get him. Let's not forget how much they they but, gave up to move up to what was it number six I think overall yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, some, some, here's one of those, this is one of those things. If they go on and win like a Super Bowl or, or uh, even go to one, it's a great pick. Yeah. It's a great pick. Yeah. Cause you put them over the top. Right. But, uh, but they got a second round pick uh, and a fourth round pick. And they're also sending a was it a fifth six. or sixth sixth round pick? Six. So really, not not too much. They moved up from from six to four, and then they got a second rounder. And his cap hit isn't bad at it's all. It's not. It's not. I I, I I didn't know what to expect when I looked it up. It was like what did I say? Like thirty one million over the next or thirty five million over the next three years. That's a steal. Yeah, like Fifteen, eleven, and eleven. Yeah. So yeah, so thirty-seven million over the next uh, three years. That's a, you know, that's not I bad at think, all. I don't think he's going to ask for any money. Um, I, I yeah, I, I also don't think he 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 may not. I mean, depending on you know how he stays healthy, he may not finish out this contract. I they was, may. I, I was kind of glad Shanahan didn't. I know this sounds weird, but I was kind of glad Shanahan didn't pull the trigger on that. I I don't know if Atlanta would give him up to the 49ers. I don't think they were going to trade him in the NFC period, especially for, for that little, but you know, it's like Shanahan was saying Shanahan uh, had a quote said he, you know, as great of a talent as he is, he goes, if we give up a second and a fourth, 
and we've got no first round pick. So basically all we have is a third and a fifth round. Right. Pick. It's, uh, you know, that's, that's not a lot if you have to, you know, fill some holes. Right. You know, but, you have some guys but, leaving free agency. But if he were to stay healthy and play well this year, at, at, you know, make guide them to a Super Bowl, they win the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Right. That, I mean, but when you have a team that before the Julio trade, you're, you're talking, hey, we have a team good enough to win a Super Bowl. You know, I think I think people are going to be surprised that, that if if the 49ers can stay healthy, they just shut down yeah, off to their, a great their, start. They too. just shut down their mini camp with two season ending injuries. But um, if they can stay healthy, especially on offense, um, I think they there might be some dynamic stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of kind of interested in seeing what kind of wrinkles he throws in for Trey Lance. Yeah, and I I, I want to see Debo and um Ayuk here too. Ayuk yeah. was and, you know, showed and some great flashes last year. Oh man, that play against the Eagles. Yeah, when he fucking hurdled the guy from mm-hmm. seven yards away. But yeah, but I've been told to stop stop talking so much about the 49ers. Their professional I mean, sports team. We'll talk about them if we damn right. Well, and you know what, Damian, you can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's talk about the Chiefs. Uh, Kyle Long. Injured himself today. Did he? Um, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I feel bad for the dude because this is one of those freak things. It's not too serious of an injury, but I will say it doesn't bode well for his comeback. Um, he fractured his kneecap. It's a nasty one. What it is, is that? A four to six week thing? They Nah, they said he might be ready um, by like mid-September, like week th- week two maybe. Okay, so it's like um, it's like an eight to yeah. ten. Um, I feel bad for the dude because he he's constantly getting injured. Uh, he says uh, that he did everything he could to put him in football shape, and this was something that's out of his control. Um, I would you know I was kind of nervous that uh, they were like sort of counting on him. Um, they did continue to um to build up depth behind him. I can't can't remember the dude's name, but they've got another guard that's that's ready to step in for him. Uh, but oh, uh, Trey Smith. Um, but yeah, this just—it's just not good that it, we're we're in mini camp and he's already getting injured. Yeah. Um, but luckily there was no ligament damage, so uh, he should be uh should be able to return. But he's yeah. one one injury away from from you know having to shut it shut it down again. I mean, the dude yeah. hasn't he hasn't played a full season since uh, uh 2014 15 2015 I think. Um this I I I also wonder when I see a guy coming back from from retirement. First of all, it's hard cuz you when you get off of the couch and go to this and you start doing the real stuff like I'm sure he's been working out and he's not just sitting on that on the couch eating potato chips. Uh, but sometimes, you know, the mix of age and not doing anything, you know, Definitely. can lead to these kinds of injuries. And, you know, he's probably been pounding on his body the last, you know, couple of months. He he only played, he only played in 30 games the last four years in the league. That's a terrible average. Absolutely terrible. 
So he's a few he's, more games. It's a few more games than me. Yeah, he missed about <laughs> you know more than half of every season in the last four years on average. So, I almost wonder. I almost wonder if um, if even something like this could have him think and be like, you know what? Yes, I got shut it back. Yeah, yeah, you might you might be right because you, know. you start thinking about like, hey, I want to be able to walk when I'm older. Yeah, like I got in in, in you know really pretty good shape uh, what uh, a couple summers. Ago go and I went to uh, over to gym and signed up for actually a couple of buddies convinced me to to play in a 35 and over yeah league. I, I remember so this isn't one of those 35 and over league where 80 percent of the guys are 22 right Tw- yeah no no it's legit 35 and over you can have one guy that's like 25 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll play nightly. Three minutes into the first quarter of the first game, break my damn foot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't think I can play basketball anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just like, like the last three times that I've played in one of these leagues, I've gotten hurt. And this was the worst one. I got now my knee is all jacked up and, you know, I got my wife telling me, she's like, I'm out of sick days. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, HR. She goes, yeah. no, really you're out of sick days. And so I that's can, when you I'll tell be, her, don't worry. I'll just take an unpaid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. one. <laughs> I'll just come. She's like, literally, I, cause I was like, I think I need to go get my knee checked out. She's like, you don't have any sick days left. So there's something really wrong with it. Like I literally turned to the side the other day and I must have, you know, I don't know, like my foot stuck in the ground or whatever, but I was all, I was, I had, I had to go down. I was down. Like this rivaled like LeBron (laughs) and the wind hitting him wrong, you know? Yeah. When, when, when you start getting injuries and you get a little older and you, you don't participate in sports and activities the way you used to, doesn't take much to hurt you, so no. yeah, maybe no. maybe maybe Kyle will will call it a day. But I hope he can get no. back. So I, now, I, I always liked him. So I'm just I'm just uh, I'm just watching girls basketball right now. That's all I do. Yeah. I get my picks. There's uh there's some men's basketball to talk about. So yeah, I watch a little bit of that too. Let's let's talk about uh, MVP. Um, we were pretty. Uh, pretty right with that one um, yeah. my money was wrong um but uh <laughs> it didn't make any sense to bet Jokic uh at that time yeah um but it was it was pretty uh pretty obvious he was gonna win I think that just because he played every single game and the That's majority the yeah the majority of the and other they, contestants yep yeah he was able to get them to what are they third seed um yeah. and uh you know, they're getting their asses kicked now, but they, they're having a good season and he played uh at a very high level in all the games. He lost his second best player in Jamal Murray, um, and they still continue to to win some games. And uh I think it's awesome. I mean, it's a good story. He was drafted 41 overall. He's the lowest player ever drafted to win MVP. Um, I enjoy watching him play. He's kind of funny. He's like he just seems like a big goofball. Uh, I, I and, honestly, honestly, I have all the respect in the world for for 
like anybody that plays in the NBA. Okay. Yeah. Kwame Brown included. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cause you know, you get these guys who could barely make the, their high school team saying how, you know, they're watching an NBA game and they're saying how guys suck. Yeah. No, they don't suck. You suck. Did you see the Scalabrini <laughs> thing? Oh yeah, I did see that. That was great. That, that was fantastic. Um, and that just shows you the level of, of play in the NBA and how good these guys are. But, and Scalabrini uh, said to the kid after he beat him, he said, I want you to always remember something. I'm closer to LeBron in talent than you are closer to me. <laughs> and he's not wrong. No, he's not. He's not. And he beat him easily. 11 and nothing. Yeah. 11. And, and, and Scalabrini hasn't played. I mean, when, I don't know when he retired, but it's got to be like at least like seven, eight years, maybe even more. Yeah, it's been a while. I'll, I'll look that up. And, I'm, I'm going to say like their last champ, the Spurs last championship run. I think he was on that team. Uh, so yeah, probably like seven years, probably, uh, probably like I'd say 2015, I think 2014. I wrong, so I'm just gonna type in White Mamba and see what comes up. <laughs> it's gonna be some porn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, don't worry, I'm doing it in Duck Duck Go. Nope, it, it came about Brian Scalabrini, <laughs> the very first entry. Uh, bu- 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 let's see his career but yeah so he hasn't played uh in a long time uh 2013 yeah so eight years yeah uh 2012 no all right last season he played in was uh 2011 2012 so he's been retired for for not eight years and this kid who's quote-unquote you know a high school he's a high school player and he's in good shape for you know a high school kid obviously calls him out and he gets absolutely destroyed <laughs> it's kind of funny anyway what were we talking about before we went on the white mamba uh, uh we were talking about Jokic. Jokic, and yes it's funny when when i watch Jokic play there's there's nothing real there's nothing flashy about his game but it's so effective it, i mean it's so not flashy that it's like I look at him and I'm be like, dude, I, I feel like I could guard. He doesn't look yeah, he doesn't like look like an NBA player that would maybe be not maybe not today. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Didn't you fall walking the other day? I don't know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> what is 26? Yeah. 26 year old Mike would be like, yo, I could he would seriously say, I could guard. I could guard Jokic and it's a joke. I couldn't. Yeah. But um, he's, he's just, he does, he's a great passer for a big man. Um, He, he could shoot, but he doesn't obsessively shoot. Like what I love about him is he's a scorer who put up 35. If you need it, doesn't force it. He's he a fit. doesn't he ever takes, force it. He takes what the game gives him. And mm-hmm. it's a lot like, it's a lot like Durant. Durant's not a guy who's going to force a lot of shots. And that's why he's, you know, you see him, he, he, majority of his stuff is mid-range jump shots, but you see him shoot such a high percentage because he takes good shots. Right. He takes and good mid-range shots. He's, he's not, you know, unguarded. taking triple team. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like Kevin Durant, if he wanted to, could average 40 a game. Yeah. 
Yeah, he might be able yeah. to, especially with the with the weapons they have. Right. And it's hard to scheme them out. You know, but before we get too far into anything else, the playoffs. Oh, two two things, two things about the MVP race. One, I still think Steph Curry was the MVP of the league. That's where my money was. And two, big shout out to Knicks fans who went on the fan voting. And got and Derek Rose. Just about, every, just about everybody in New York voted for Derek Rose. Yeah. And got him in the top 10. Super cool. Yeah, that was cool. cool. Derek Rose is not a top 10 M, uh, uh, MVP vote no, no. this year. But um, it, it was awesome to see him get some credit for that. I wish they had, you know, been able to boost his votes in the six man because he was probably. Yeah, that. Know, that's what I was going to say. You know, if anything, he was, you know, competing in the six man. I mean, Clarkson had a hell of a year, but oh, who just went down? Kyrie just got hurt. Oh, no, it's not Kyrie. It's Bruce Brown. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought Curry deserved it, too, um, because without him, that team doesn't sniff the playoffs. Well, you uh, saw them. You saw them last year. Yeah. yeah. Without Curry. Yeah, they ended up with the number two pick. Yeah. Yeah. But. The other thing is this. I, I really wish anybody who's listening can hear me and hear me very clearly. First of all, don't ever compare LeBron James to Michael Jordan. Second, I don't want to hear anything. I was giving him a pass, actually, for his ankle. Mm-hmm. Not so much because of Anthony Davis, because if you are a self-proclaimed greatest player ever and people have you as the goat and they say all this stuff you don't go down the way he went down Mm-mm. he 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 was so soft yep he was so soft in those last two games he walked off the court with like five minutes left in that game and I don't want to hear anything about he's going to get treatment if they were up 30. He wouldn't have got treatment until after the game. Yeah. He's a sissy. And not only that, but he comes out and he was what? Like two for five in the yeah. first, like almost the, till the end of the first half. They have no one to put up big numbers. This is, that is not a situation where you go in and say, I need to get some other people involved. That's a situation where you say, I'm gonna have I to score. have to put them on my back. I got to get my red cape with the big S on it, and I gotta go, and and I and I gotta lead them to victory. And people said, "Oh, well, he had the high ankle sprain, and he's doing this, and he's doing." But that's what being great is, right? When you yeah, you have you to persevere. Stuff like that. Not when you go get like another top three player in the NBA and put him on your team and, you know, help have him help you ride to the, to the championship. No, he did it two games in a row. And then he pulled an NBA back Prescott when they're down 30 points and he knows that they're not going to uh, be playing tight defense and they're not going to foul him. He starts driving to the hole and dominating all of a sudden. 
why are you doing that down 30? Why would you let your team get down 30? Yeah, before you start before being aggressive. You start playing like that. That's I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So he can he can have the stats and say, Well, I put up mine, you know, it wasn't my exactly. fault. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, and LeBron had twenty five and twenty nine in those last two games. You can't blame him. Like those as as Shannon Sharp likes to say about Dak Prescott, empty calories. Yeah. I, and I'll be honest, I, I think even if Anthony uh Data Davis didn't get hurt, um, I still don't think they're getting past the Suns. The Suns are playing really well. Anthony Street Clothes. Anthony Street. He called him Street Clothes. I like Data Davis better. That's my favorite. Data Davis. Data Davis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was disappointing to see because I had I had said LeBron's gonna come out and have 45. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I that's what I said too. I was like, he's gonna he's gonna light up the scoreboard here because he knows he has five, to. In that game five, I was like, he's gonna have 45 and like 16. And he didn't do anything anything remotely close to that and when you talk about the jordans and the kobe's and the larry birds and the magic johnsons they would have done that yeah yeah not they, only would they have done that but they have done that's exactly how they react that that's how they became you know the greats look at how Kawhi leonard oh put the Clippers on his back. That game, man, with it, 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 he had forty-two, scored the last like eight points or something like that. He just he completely took yeah. over that game. Put on his red cape. Yep. He went into the phone booth. Claw mode. He went yeah. into the he went into the phone booth, and I was I was this close to kind of giving up on Kawhi. Be like, I don't think he really. Cared we we were definitely that. bashing bashing the Clippers. Um, yeah. I, I was already I was already thinking about Nets Mavs. I'm like the Mavs are playing really good right now. No. And that, that didn't. No, last. I had I had zero. I don't think the Mavs are a very good basketball team. Yeah, they. And the Clippers should have been beating them by twenty every game. They the the Mavs have a lot of potential. They have a lot of young players, and they always get me excited just because you know when Doncic and you know that that neck injury. I did. I do think that hampered him quite a bit. Um, huh. but he he still went out and was aggressive and put up points and everything. But um. You know, I get excited watching him. I love, I love me some Boban, man. Anytime I see him on the floor. But it, the big problem with the Mavs is Porzingis, man. Like, what is he doing? He's yes. their highest, he's their highest paid player. Listen, this is why the Knicks got rid of Porzingis. Yeah. Okay, because he's he was he's too soft. Yeah, he's seven foot three, and he wants to. He, he, look, he should have just been six foot three. Yeah, that's how <laughs> that's the played. game he wants to play. Yeah. That's how he plays. He plays like he's six foot three. He doesn't play like a seven foot three guy. Um, so, Katie with the dagger. Um, you know that. That's. I mean, it's disappointing when you when when you see that. But that's the difference in in guys who push their team. Look at Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid has a ligament tear in yeah. his knee meniscus and he's he came out and he had 40 Drop and 40, 39 40 yeah listen you talk about getting compared to to people and they they're the only two people who have done this the only two people who have scored at least 79 points or more in in two playoff games will chamberlain and allen iverson for the sixers mm-hmm. not 
Like, right. anyway. All the time, right. But for the Sixers, but think about some of the players that have played for the Sixers. You got Malone, Barkley, Dr. J. Uh, yeah, Clarence, they, with, Clarence Witherspoon. <laughs> they they have had some some legit scorers. Did you see that stat about uh, Luca? Uh, the amount of forty point game, forty point playoff games he has. This is unreal. So this is only his second second year in the playoffs. Yeah. He's got the same amount of forty point games as Duncan, Magic, Kawhi, Dame, and Karl Malone. Now. Carl Malone wasn't the type of guy who was going to put up 40 regularly. No, so, he was going to give you 28. Every yeah, night. exactly. So, it's, you know, it's kind of, they kind of cherry pick some guys up there, but I think just the, the fact that he's already done that and he's only been, this is only his second year in the playoffs and all, you know, all of his playoff games are against the Clippers, which but, is but, ridiculous. But you have to also put a lot of these stats like in a bubble. Yeah. Because, Today's NBA is a lot different than, you know, the, the NBA of when those other guys played. Yeah, most definitely. You know, Magic, Magic Johnson, if he played now, he would probably average 25 and 15 assists. Like, he would literally be – he'd be Ben Simmons with the ability to score. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Simmons, man. Not not only does he not have the ability to score, he doesn't seem to want to score. He just will not shoot. Um, and how about the dude, the hack Ben strategy that worked against him? Yeah. It, that was ridiculous. I've never seen anything like that with with a a non like center. <laughs> I mean, that that was crazy. And I don't know why Doc didn't take him out. <sighs> I mean, I get yeah. it. You need him on the defensive end, but. Right. But here's the thing. He's the, he's the the best player they have on the court at that time. Because Embiid's Right, hurt. he was, yeah. So you have to say, listen, we're going to live or die with you. And you have to step up. You know, it's it's kind of amazing. Did you see me. that block? Blake just rejected Giannis. Blake, is, he's been playing big time, man. Yeah, fucking cocksucker. <laughs> I don't even I don't even care that he gave up on the team. Like I really don't. What bothers me about him uh, wasn't as as big of a block as it looked like in real time. What bothers me about what he did was was the way he like started like um shit with the rookies in practice. Like, come on. Like he he got to the point where he's like, all right, they're not gonna trade me. I'm gonna be a distraction. He never even should that that. There's another, guy the Nets. There's another guy in the Nets who pulled a similar deal. Yeah, Blake should should have never even been on the Pistons. The move made no sense. No, you know you weren't a Blake Griffin away. Like they did it to sell tickets. I'm I'm convinced of that. But you know I like I like him. He's funny as shit. His stand up <laughs> is good. <laughs> Muscle bound carrot top. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Actually, carrot top is on muscle bound now, too. Yeah. Yeah. Carrot, carrot top's probably got more muscle on him than Blake, Blake Griffin does right now. <laughs> carrot, carrot top's on the gas. 11 seconds left. Brooklyn with the ball. Um, well, we've, we've nailed every series so far, right? I don't think we got anything wrong. Um, 
We had we had the Suns. We had the Suns. Uh, we picked the Nuggets. We picked the Clippers. Um, yeah, I think we've gotten everything. Uh, we definitely picked the Hawks. We picked the Sixers. We no, picked the- I picked the Knicks. Oh, that's right, you did. I picked the Knicks. I had the Knicks because they had the exact same record, and neither one of both the team both teams played like shit on the road. And uh, the Nick, it was a disappointing end to the Knicks, and it kind of went out with with a whimper. I mean, Julius Randle yeah. didn't play that great. No, he didn't. Uh, I think Trey Young just took their heart out, but they played so much better since uh, the coaching change. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that made a huge difference. Oh, look at this. Who was that? Bruce Brown who took that shot? Yeah. Why do you have him take? That was the sloppiest. That was the sloppiest end you could come up with. No, I mean they're only they're only up they're only up one here, so get some free throws. Oh that yeah, that was yeah. Yuck. Um, I, 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 I don't think I've, I don't know. I mean, I, I gun to the head. I feel like Phoenix to me is, is playing the best ball out of everybody right now. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if, if Paul can stay healthy, if they can get Paul to, 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 you know, have that, that even that normal production from him, yeah, that like 18 and, and 15. Yeah. And uh <laughs> even if he gets 16 and nine, yeah, and then you have like Cameron Payne's been playing great. Yeah, yeah, he's playing really well. Crowder too. Yeah, I like Phoenix. Uh I got uh got a few bucks on them to win it all. The the odds are still really good. I like 20 bucks gets you like six hundred. Well, I can see that because I mean everybody's everybody's got their money on Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Hawks yeah. Hawks got really really fun odds too. I think I threw twenty on them. Twenty gets you like twelve hundred with them. So I don't I don't think that they're gonna win it, but you never know. I mean, look if if Harden is hampered throughout the playoffs, and then I don't know Durant gets injured, it's any anybody's oh. game. Yeah. Uh oh. I thought Blake went down. How about, how about that screenshot I sent you in the first quarter? Bucks had 30 points, Middleton had 15, and Giannis had 15. Like, what the and fuck? And they were shooting great. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they both. I mean, I kind of knew at some point they were going to come alive. They weren't just going to go out with a total whimper. Um, and it, they're going to have to play some defense because you can't get into a shootout with Brooklyn. It's just not going to work. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what. Whether Whether Brooklyn wins this game or not, like the way Brooklyn – played today milwaukee should have blown they, they should have won this game by 20 points it was 30 to 9 to start the game they should have won this game by 20 points yeah and look this, it was 30 30 to 9 and they've only scored another 56 points since like four minutes left in the first quarter that's pathetic right they're they're not gonna win they're not gonna the nets are not going to play this that they're not going to shoot this bad three more times. No, I don't know if they'll shoot this bad once. 
you know, but uh, yeah, I don't even, I mean, look, like you said, there's two seconds left. Stranger yeah. things happen. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, um, so, all right. So we got Bucks, Nets. Uh, I got the Nets winning this series. I'm sure you agree. Yes. Clippers, Jazz. Even, even without hard. Clippers, Jazz. Um, I think the Jazz are going to win this one. That was close. Uh, jazz. I don't know. This is going to. I think that's going to be a good, good, uh, good series. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I, I just think, um, you know, Mitchell will uh, be able to continue to score. Um, Clippers haven't really played a ton of defense. No, and a lot of points, and and it's the perimeter players, and you supposedly have the two best perimeter perimeter players, uh, perimeter defenders in the league, shouldn't be allowing this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we're in we're in the playoffs. I mean, this is the time to to step it up. And PG played pretty good defense in in that um in the Mavs game. Yeah, he did, and he and he grabbed some big time rebounds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so are you going Clippers or Jazz? That's it's it's tough, but I'm gonna go Clippers. Clippers. I'm gonna go Clippers. All right. I think they're. I think they'll steal a game in the. Uh, I think they'll steal a game in Utah. In Utah. What did you th- what did you think of uh, Malone's comments last night about the Nuggets? I mean, that was that's... the only thing I, I saw. They, what did he say? He felt the, they were soft. Or... He he said uh, there were two teams on the court. One team wanted to be there, and one team didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, and, it's and then, an honest take. Yeah, but then you know, but then he said he believed his team quit. Like, yeah, that that's that's a tough. You want to say that to him in the locker room to motivate him? That's one thing, but in your press conference afterwards, I feel like after I feel game like two, if if you say it to him in the locker room, you can say it. You could say something like that because that's what it looked like. Yeah, and I mean he he is trying to call him out, obviously, and light a fire under him. But right, uh, that tells like, me he's a little bit desperate, and uh, yeah, maybe he's uh, lost him a little bit. Yeah, I mean they 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 look like. They weren't really interested in being out there. No, they got smoked. They got smoked. Um, I'm picking Phoenix. Yeah, I got Phoenix. I got Phoenix also. So. Sixers or Hawks? I got the Sixers. I'm going as long as as long as as long the 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 key is whether or not. Embiid. Uh, Embiid can hold up. And, and I don't think he will. So that's why I'm picking picking Atlanta. And and I mean he's it it doesn't seem like there's any restrictions it doesn't. going on with him. And he, he looks like he's moving well. Uh so But what a what a difference. LeBron's got an ankle tweak and he's 
missing and he's going to get treatment with five minutes left. This motherfucker's got a torn meniscus. He's out one game and he's back in there and he's dropping 40 on him. I mean, just come on. Now he missed two games. Did he miss two? I thought it was only one. He missed. Oh, no. that's right. Cause I forget he, he missed the end of the, um, the other series before Atlanta. Um, yeah. The uh, wizards wizards series. Yeah. They yeah. called them the bullets. Yeah, they they obviously could could have and did beat beat the Wizards without him. Yeah, I mean the Wizards are not a they're not a good team. They they have ah, they got two scorers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they got they got some guys who put up points, and that's about it. That's it. It's I keep seeing these mock trades. NBA Reddit. Listen, there's some dumb groups out there. There's some dumb like fan bases. NBA Reddit is the biggest collection of idiots I've ever seen in my life because they all what all they do is talk about like trades and like, hey, if we give up this guy and this guy and this guy, we could get, you know, this guy. For whatever reason, the Wizards fan base is obsessed with getting Jeremy Grant from the Pistons. And the trade package I keep seeing is uh, uh, Denji Avila, uh, Bertans and a second round pick. And I'm like, why the fuck would we do that? <laughs> We're going to take bad contract. Uh, well, Bertrand's is a bad contract. Avila is obviously a rookie. But we're going to take why, – why would we do that? People uh, – here's the thing. You get all of the – you get all of the, the – I don't want to call people novice like I'm some kind of expert. Right. But. Well, we do, we do have a podcast, so. Yeah. But I'm de- I, <laughs> not listen, anybody can just get a we're podcast. Definitely, we're definitely more knowledgeable than the average bear. Yeah. But you get these people who don't even really watch the games. I feel like I feel like they're the sports center watcher. They're the uh, they're the stat, you know, stat guy. Uh-huh. You know, they check their stats on their phone. They're the fantasy basketball, fantasy football guy. We're fantasy football guys, but we watch the game. We always lose to these people, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some. <laughs> but my point is, is this: they they're the NBA 2K guys who can make any trade for anybody. Yeah, they like to play with the trade trade machine on on ESPN. Yeah, you know they and they you know they take the they they put it at unlimited trades and they they can't block any trades and you know the salary cap is off. This is real life. Teams aren't generally stupid. No, you know, no. There's got to be, especially in the NBA, right? Like, there's a lot of trades that that get made because not because you want a player, but because you you're trying to change you're trying your, to lose your some money. Yeah, you're trying to change your your cap situation. You change your, right. your spending. Um, but you know, some of these trades they they put out there. I saw really another dumb one. It didn't it didn't involve it didn't involve the Pistons. It was the Wizards. Um, I can't remember. It was Westbrook going somewhere. I can't remember what it was, but they were getting like a lot in return. It's like, <laughs> you know, you're going to have, first of all, you're going to have to, it's going to have to be a similar contract. Like you can't just give up Westbrook for three first round picks. This ain't the NFL. Right. Just, uh, I mean, it, some of the things that, <laughs> some of the things that, that some people come up with are, uh, 
I mean, absurd at best. It's like you go to the barber shop. You go to the barber shop, and then you get a, you know, kid in there who this kid says to me, he's like, "Listen, I know basketball. I've been watching. I've been watching basketball since 2004." Oh shit! I'm like, so how can you tell me how much better the game is? Now, because that's what we were talking about, how much worse the game is yeah. now than it was, you know, the product was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And he's like, I don't think the game has gotten any worse. It's gotten better. He's like, everybody shoots threes. And, you know, he gave all of the reasons that, that we don't like it, <laughs> why it's not better. He's saying it is better. And I was like, I respect the fact that he he likes to see the action. He likes to see the scoring. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that that's definitely fun every once in a while. Everybody loves a good Barton Burn. Right. But all of these guys are not great scores. Like, what what is there? Like 12, 13 people that average 25 or more points? Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. You know, you get Donovan Mitchell has 50 every game. He, yeah, he was literally the one that was coming to mind. Like this dude never would have been able to score that many points back in the day. No, no. He's Vinny Johnson, 1988. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a real good scorer in today's yeah. NBA, but that's it. Yeah, I mean, half of these guys wouldn't see as much time on the court because they don't play any defense. Yeah, that's that that aspect of the game has pretty much been removed. A lot of it was the rules too, you know. They they yeah. took away your ability to to hand check and really started and calling gave, the game tighter and but, differently. But they gave but they gave you zone. They yeah. gave you zone defense. So yes. yeah, that's true. That's a, a that is a big difference. Which I think is another reason why these teams shoot so many three pointers. Like if you're going to sit back in the zone, right. you give me the space, like. like the game started to change when we were 16, 17, 18. Like guys who were 6'8, six, 6'9, six, even in high school, weren't just, uh, okay, go stand under the basket and catch the, the stuff. And, you know, here, think of it like this my daughter plays on an eighth grade AAU team. Mm hmm. The three tallest girls on the team, they're all like six feet tall. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Three of the four girls are basically like shooting guards. You know, and I'm like, it's it's great because they're they're talented. But I was like, you want to play from the, even when you're big, you want to play from the inside out. Yeah, like I could shoot a little bit, I, but I would play from the inside out. You know, I would stretch, pull the defense, stretch when when I could. You know, but I didn't live out there. And then every once in a while, I'll go in there. But I mean, that's the difference. No, there's like everybody says the center is gone, the center is gone, the center is gone, and in the, in, uh, in the NBA now, it's only gone because they don't want it. Yeah, because they, yeah, exactly. I mean, they they still exist. I mean, look at Gobert. Look, Gobert, but even Embiid. Look how much better he is this year than last year. And what's the main difference? 
He's not. He's not floating around the three threes. He's not around the perimeter. Yeah. He's he's ridiculously dominant down low. And people, you know, another discussion we were having. I say discussion. They're they're rarely discussions. <laughs> Um, we were talking about who could play, you know, some guy said, an older guy said, nobody in the NBA now could play in the eighties. And I was like, that's ridiculous to say that nobody would be really good. He's like, well, name one person. I was like, MB. He's like, yeah. well, name one person besides LeBron is what he said. I said, Embiid. I said Embiid would be, would have been a dominant player. Andre Drummond. Could have played in the Andre Drummond. He would have been a really good player. And uh, he would have been a really good player in in the 80s. And, By the and way, can we middle. can we talk about how funny it is that he was the quote unquote big prize that they landed that was going to put them over the top and then he just racked up the DNPs, coaches' decisions? Listen, it they everybody talks about how they didn't have anything on the roster. They had the sixth man of the year on the roster, and yeah. they never played. Yeah. And it goes – and a lot of it, I think, goes back to, you know, they always say how LeBron makes all these guys so much better. But you constantly see people leave LeBron and do better or yeah. do worse when they come to him. Like, uh, look at Ingram and Randy. Yeah. Randall, yeah. And Ball. Did Ball play with LeBron? Uh, I don't remember. I think they, they had one year where they, they were uh, cross so. paths. But look at these guys. It's also a product of... Yeah, Ingram's really flourished. Yeah. Uh, I don't and know obviously, how you get, uh, Rand, I don't know Randall how you too. get rid of Ingram and, 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 and keep Kuzma. I, yeah. I don't know how you did that. That's a huge fuck up. Yeah, somebody but, uh, actually, uh, coldest takes that Twitter account. They retweeted somebody uh, last year after the bubble ended. They said, uh, what's one player that's primed to have their breakout season this year? And LeBron replied, Kuzma, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I hope he does. He broke out already. He broke out right out of the playoffs. (laughs) All right. So the – the Bucks got that win tonight, two games to one. Uh, Utah's out to a small lead extremely early, and we'll see. But the playoffs are pretty much going as we expected. Um, I was kind of happy to see the Lakers get. I'm not a Laker hater. I'm not even a LeBron hater. Um, but I, I, it made me the, – the reason I want to see Phoenix do well is it gives me hope for Detroit. Because two years ago, they had the second worst record in the league. Now they got the second best record in the league, and they're making some noise, and they're a legit contender to win. You draft right, you hit on some draft picks, and sign a couple of um, young players, or not even young players. You take a guy like Chris Paul, a couple of players that complement your guys well, right. and you could turn it around really quick. It doesn't happen that often in the NBA, but it can. It can. It can. Um one of the best things that can happen to you is if you're a decent team and it's crazy to say, but you have a guy get injured. Injured. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, look at um, the Warriors. The Warriors. And two years in a row. Way, yeah. way before that, how about the Spurs? Yeah. 
when the Robinson Spurs got hurt. Were, were a 50 some odd win team, and Carl Malone blasts David Robinson with an elbow. Yeah. And David Robinson's like, forgets where he is for six months. Yeah. And I think he blew his knee out too. He messed up his knee pretty bad. But you get, uh, you guys like that hurt. And then you get Tim Duncan and you get a whole, and then you get 20 more years. Out of it, doesn't it feel like now though, like um, players getting drafted in the NBA, I feel like guys like Duncan and, you know, of course Shaq and some of these other guys, they made like really big impacts right away. It feels like there's a lot more development that takes place um, well, in the because, NBA. Because there's if so you much look younger. at the first round, it's all guys. It's like foreign players and, it's either foreign players who are 18, 19, yeah. or it's kids from the States that have done one year of college. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big difference. They're a lot younger, have a lot less experience. You know, like, I understand it is extremely hard to, to turn down the fact that, hey, you would, be a, you would be a number one pick. You know, you'd be a first-round pick if you come out. I mean, there's guys that come out their freshman year, sophomore year, to be second round picks the hell are you doing yeah like i understand there's there's people like if you could guarantee me 10 million dollars yeah i'm out you could guarantee me 10 million dollars when i was 19 nobody in my family would have let me i'll I'll fight a fucking gorilla in a cage (laughs) (laughs) exactly that one that that should stick around for a while the gorilla the The gorilla in the cage (laughs) lick a bum's foot for <laughs> how much money would it cost you to do that it's, it, i'd have to see the bum first <laughs> i like i don't even have to see the feet let me just see how, the bum and then i'll and then i'll decide how, how long has he been in the elements <laughs> yeah yeah how long have you been wearing those shoes when's the last time you bathed <laughs> then i'll give you then i'll give you a price doesn't have to be a big lick, just a flick. Just a, just a little, not a Tootsie Roll Pop lick. No, no, not at all. I'm not, not trying to get all. to the center of the bum foot. No, just uh, like you're taking a taste. <laughs> yeah. all right. you, and you get to pick the section of the foot. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Mike, Mike, you might want to go like, for like the arc. back of the heel. Can we do like the back I, of the heel? I wouldn't, the back of the heel gets a lot uh, the, of traction. That, that's true. You got to go for like the arch. The arch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The arch barely touches anything, but it's a bum's foot. So. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't think there's a, <laughs> well, it's not like a, a delicacy. Like, which is the part of the bum, bum foot that tastes the best? I'm pretty sure. Uh, you're going to use all of that money to have your tongue replaced. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need, uh, I need a shot of uh, Everclear and uh, a uh, therapy. How many session. shots do you need before? Before, <laughs> I think I don't know. I might have somebody offered me that. You know, a couple Saturdays ago, walking around New Hope, I might have <laughs> might have been licking some bum feet there. Yeah, how many how many bums do they have in New Hope? Yeah, um, most of them are penetrated with something. <laughs> <laughs> They've got plenty of bums. Bums are all bent over. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Like when I, I was in uh, when when uh, we went out to San Francisco a couple of years ago. Uh, speaking speaking of gay people. Oh Jesus! 
<laughs> that's that's Fair. your segue, right? That is not my not, segue at all. I'm not offensive. Talking, there, there, there. Still there's talking a large bum. gay population. Oh, you're talking bums. Okay. I'm still talking bums. Okay. I, gotcha. I support, I support everybody. I do too, but they there happen to be a large gay population in. San I don't even have. Pro- I don't even have a problem with Trump supporters anymore. Uh, I yeah, I, don't I, don't, I try not to to interact with them very often about about politics anyway. Yeah, uh, but uh, or the ones that are left on my friends list. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, what I was saying was they have a huge homeless problem in San Francisco, mm-hmm. but you know what? Like, is very common out there for a homeless guy. To have a fucking dog. Like, but could you imagine the dog's mentality? Like, yo, I was already doing kind of fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. how did you adopt me? How did you get <laughs> yeah. me? I, now you like, got to split your food with me. Yeah. And, you know, the crazy shit is they don't like to take just like food from people. A lot of these. They want money. I don't know what the hell they want. But. <laughs> They want their feet licked. <laughs> they want their fucking foot licked. They'll give you, they'll give you a hundred grand to lick their foot. <laughs> That's what they're out there doing. They're waiting. Uh now Mike, but, I'm sure if they had a hundred grand, they weren't be sleeping on the street. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Naven Johnson. Anybody seen Naven Johnson? But they all have dogs. And I remember this one guy in particular. We went to uh, Chinatown. Is it okay for me to still say Chinatown? Because yeah, yes. China- I'm pretty sure they still call it that. So, <laughs> and uh, we went to Chinatown, and we went to this really good uh, Chinese food place. But they and the portions were fucking huge. Mm-hmm. So we had a whole bunch of food left, and we're going back to our hotel room. And I'm like, I really like the food, but I feel like I'm not going to eat it. There's not a refrigerator big enough to put this in, and it's just yeah. going to stink up the room. And I'm going to throw it out. Let me gift it to one of these guys. I give it to this guy. I was like, hey, man, here's some rice and some noodle. And it's like some chicken or whatever the hell it was. This motherfucker who has a dog pops the lid, looks at it, puts the lid back on, tries to hand it back to me, says, I don't want it. I don't want it either. That's why I gave it to you. Now take your shoes off, motherfucker. <laughs> Lick your feet. Take your shoes off. I'm gonna earn some money out of it. <laughs> but I was like, that shit was crazy. I was like, if you didn't want it, at least give it to the dog. dog. The dog is looking at him like, are you fucking nuts? <laughs> dog's like, I don't do meth. Dog's like, I haven't eaten in three days. <laughs> it's like, give me that rice and chicken, motherfucker, shit. <laughs> Hey, what is, was there too much MSG on there for him or what? I don't know. Yeah, his, I guess he's on a low sodium diet. He's on a low everything diet. <laughs> he's on a, like, low, a low food diet. But I'm like, look, you know, I tried to do my part. I was like, but I fucking found the wrong bum. Yeah. But that's ha- but that's happened to me here too. I was I was at Quick Check in Lawrence. Guy asked me for a few bucks. And I was like, honestly, man, I don't have any cash on me. But it was like, it was the middle of summer. It was like 95 fucking degrees out. And it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I go by this guy. You know how they have the little sandwiches? Yeah. 
I buy him like three little sandwiches and I buy him uh, and I got like a, like a hoagie. Mm-hmm. I get him like four Gatorades and I give him like these two bags. And I was like, he looks in the bag and he's like, oh man, I wish I hadn't known you were going to spend the money on this. I would, you know, you could just give me the cash. He's like, I already ate at McDonald's earlier and Duke eat it out. I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, say Duke eat it out. That's, first, that's usually the way it works. First of all, I, I, I thought you might like to eat more than once today. All right. right. Yeah. I was like, second of all, I already told you I didn't have no goddamn cash. <laughs> Third, what the hell does you dookie in this food out have to do with anything? Yeah, it sounds like you you can eat again. You you should be ready to go. Your tank is empty. Ah, shit. These are a couple of the uh, the run-ins I've had. But I actually had a, a, you talk about giving them money. I actually tried to give a homeless guy 10 bucks one time. I went to go get uh, a couple extra copies of, of Doug's birth certificate a couple of years ago. And I go in there and I had ordered like three birth certificates and I thought they were all like 10 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. The girl was like, nah, I'm going to hook you up. Here's uh, the birth certificate. She's like, I'm not going to charge you no $30 for all three of them. She's like, a copy is a copy. I was like, oh, I appreciate that. So I was like, I was already planning on spending this 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Let me, you know, pay it forward. Guy's laying on the concrete. He's got a, a blanket, like a sleeping bag blanket on. It's hundred degrees out. I was like, he's not doing well. He's going to need some water. Yeah. So I, I try and give him the 10 bucks and he's like, don't give me anything. It's like, what? <laughs> and he just went back to sleep. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, this guy needs, he needs this $10. Yeah, he needs it real bad. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it. So I, I just slipped the $10 under his makeshift pillow. Nice. And, uh, but I'm like, oh man, I was like, it, it just made me feel really bad because the guy is like, he's turning down fucking cash now. Yeah, yeah that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. He, he was like, I wish I had some Chinese food. <laughs> wish I, I had know some ga- wish I, I had some Gatorade. God. You need to start like a homeless, God. a homeless swap meet. Bum swap. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. All right. Well, we're definitely way way off of sports. So that is it'll be time well, for us to end. Well, we could talk about bump fights. The podcast. <laughs> That's not really a sport. That's uh, we already talked about bum fights. It was uh, Jake Paul and uh, <laughs> and uh, Mayweather. No, if this if this was they wouldn't have got paid for that. No, nah. the bum spot. Nope. All right. Well, one? we are back now on a regular schedule, and uh, we will continue. We'll see what happens with the playoffs. We got the uh, the draft lottery coming up in a few weeks. Hopefully the Pistons don't get fucked there. They'll probably end up with the sixth pick, which is the lowest pick, the, the highest pick they could get. 
Um, but we'll see. We shall see. They had the second worst record in the league, so they're going to have the second most amount of balls. All right. Until next time. All right. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Stay classy, universe. Peace.